Thank you, Lord. Uh, dear brothers and sisters, I wanted to do a special introduction. I am um, overjoyed. I'm, I'm so happy this morning because one of my dear uh, friends and brothers in Christ is a, uh, it's venerable and canon as well, right? So we call him Venerable Mark, and that's a, a, a title that's used in it's, a, it's an ancient title, actually. It started in England, and it's still very much in use in Nigeria. So Venerable Mark is from uh, the Diocese of Jas. We've prayed for them many times. They've been afflicted with um, all kinds of Islamic radical attack in the work that they're doing. And you've heard me reference Mark several times. He's po- spoken with us before, given us prophetic words. But he's one of those dear, courageous brothers who've in collaboration with other brothers and sisters that planted churches, even in the heart of Boko Haram territory. And so when I heard he was in the States and we would have a chance to hear from him, I'm like, please, Lord, somehow work it out. And uh, by God's grace, that has happened, and he's here, so I'm overjoyed. I just want to pray with, maybe you can join me, um, a brief prayer of blessing upon him. I know the blessing he will bring is going to be far greater. (laughs) And uh, I'm so grateful and anticipating that. And I'm actually, you're going to see me sitting out here, because I want to get the full dose with all of you guys. So, um, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for my dear brother Mark. He is a man who has uh, uh, prayed and knelt at your feet for many hundreds, thousands of hours and sought you in his private prayer closet in the lonely place where he is with you and your holy scriptures. Lord, thank you for the words that you've given to him for us this morning. May they take flight and leap into our hearts and bring new conviction, purity of heart, Lord, complete devotion, lives that will be transformed from the center out through the beauty of your holiness. We thank you, Lord Jesus, and we bless your holy name. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I'm feeling much more at home here right now, and um, I don't know what to tell the Lord. He is ever faithful. And all the time when we pray, the Lord hears. I'm talking to somebody here. <laughs> every time you pray, every time we stand before him and pray, the Lord hears. <laughs> and if the Lord hears, I believe that the Lord will answer. I'm sure of words to say thank you to the Lord Almighty himself who has so deemed fit that today we will connect here. I was telling Eric that what's happening to Daddy? Because the last time we came here, we went to see Daddy at the other end, his dad. And every time I see the silver hearing, the silver hair he carries, it reminds me that this church and as many as are great here, we are blessed to have them. Amen. I didn't hear amen. amen. You know, let us just be alive, just be free before him. You know, one thing with church is that you get too familiar with the system and miss the blessing. <laughs> Don't get too familiar because you can't tell when your visitation comes. He comes when you least expect. But the fact that there's a longing, the Lord says he will feel it. 
And one thing that I know is that I, he took me in his car, one cool car. I said this one as if we are flying in the air. Very posh, beautiful. I adjusted my seat and looked at myself. I said, this is real. <laughs> I turned again, touched my body, and I said, yes, I know we're not in heaven yet. <laughs> you know, we're not home yet. But every time we gather in his name, he has promised he will be there. And one thing I know is that the Lord, when he appears at any gathering, miracles are inevitable. And every time you come here with a longing, naturally, the Lord meets with you. Naturally, because he who created the air can hear. He who created the eyes can see. Sometimes night gets really dark. You know, nights are dark. <laughs> when my wife, myself, you know, typical of husband and wife when you sleep together on bed, <laughs> when I turn to the world and tears are rolling because of the need and endless pain in the field, my wife does not know, but he who created eyes sees. Nights are dark but they can be really dark. You know what I mean? Someone beside you might not be able to experience your pain. It doesn't matter. He who creates you and allows you to be alive, you can't be a history, but your own testimony will abound. Can I hear an amen to that? Amen. I said, your situation, many perhaps must have passed through it, and today they are a history, but you are still living. Same road you ply, many ply the same road, have accident, many are still in the hospital. Same operation table, you, they put you there and it looks like your own is a sorry case. <laughs> they put you there, but yet the sorry case is seated here to, this morning. Whatever the name, they must have called your situation. Without God, nothing absolutely is impossible. With our God, all things are possible. The fact that you are alive, it proves that. <laughs> he has not finished with you yet. And those who are waiting, perhaps in your community, or maybe some friends somewhere, maybe your contemporaries in business, or some you have retired together, your colleagues, they're all veterans, if they exist here. And they are waiting to see how they will bury you. They will wait, but in vain because God has not started with you yet. I believe if he began with some at seven and Joseph became king, and he began with Moses at 70, at 80, and with Abraham at 75, and if Sarah can have a child at 90, I want to tell you that your story has not ended yet. Even though you're gray, even though your situation is before men written up, when the visitation of the Lord comes upon you, your story is just beginning. Amen. And I pray that the Lord will minister to us this morning. This is just the beginning. Please put your watches in your pockets. <laughs> when it is time, Mama Eric, just wave and just do something, you know, pastorally, then I will understand. Can we close your eyes and let us just pray together. Father, thank you so much for this morning. 
I pray for every man, for every woman, for every child here. I bless your name for the privilege of coming here. Maybe someone struggled to be here. The longing, it has not happened. Maybe for years you've been crying. Maybe from the beginning of this year you've lost your job. Maybe business is not going as usual. Maybe circumstances surrounding you men have called you names because of the pain you're passing through. Even yourself, you've given up hope. But yet there's a thin line. Let me come to church this morning. I pray for every person that is sick this morning here. That the hand of the Almighty, the fact that you have come here, and maybe someone here standing in the gap in proxy for someone out there at home, maybe for someone in the hospital, we send for the word of the living God from here to touch them wherever they are and bring healing to them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, reach out to the sick from amidst us and I set them free in the name of Jesus Christ. And for those who have been chained by the enemy, entering here, Lord, we break every chain and set every man totally free. Paradventure, someone is here and is still in doubt of your power. Let the veil be removed and let that person have an experience. Father, we pray above everything else that none of us will miss heaven. Please, Lord, help us. The entrance of your word giveth life. We pray this morning as we go through this word, in few minutes, Oh God, you will fill us afresh. Thank you, dear Father. Now, Holy Spirit of God, move amidst your people and touch everyone here. And I cover this area with the blood of Jesus. And I pray, Satan, the Lord rebuke you appertaining everyone that is here. Holy Spirit, move. Every pew, every sit to deliver and to set free in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Can I hear an amen? amen. Can I hear a louder amen? amen? Let's clap hands for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Very quickly, by the grace of God, I'll just give you one song, the meditate, um, the, just one line of a song, and I believe that that will be your meditation as you go. It's, um, it's when the children of Israel were carried into captivity, and you remember in, in the Bible they said they should sing the Lord's song, and they said, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? And then the, the chorus said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. Is it too difficult? Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart 
Be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. You know you are incredible. Let's clap hands for the Lord for that. Let's take it once more. Hallelujah. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. O Lord, let the words of and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. For the last time, let's take it together. O Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be a Amen. May that be our cry in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Just a few minutes and we will be done with. By the grace of God, I want to honestly, on behalf of all of us in Joss, say thank you. On behalf of my bishop, the Archbishop Benjamin Koshia and his wife Gloria, we just want to say thank you. Thank you and thank you. If I were to kneel down now, I know that my parents will pick me up. If I were to just lie down, I know my colleagues will pick me up. But I want to tell you that there's power in prayer. When one part of the body is sick, the entire system is down. Your prayers have sustained us. We just don't want to take it for granted. Our abilities have not been able to contain with Boko Haram that you must have been hearing, and then the cattle herdsmen from the Fulanese in our own area where there are killings and then um, um, displacing people of their homes and churches burn. By the grace of God, this just one, we have been able to, where the Boko Haram have had their, their headquarters, at, um, operational headquarters at one point, we left just to that area. <laughs> By the grace of God, I led the team. And church that has been closed in that diocese for about five, six years. It's now open. You will not understand because we don't have the luxury of sitting under a cover. <laughs> we don't have that. To be able to sit like this sometimes is dangerous. And many who have been displaced and have been placed into the refugee camp, when you enter the refugee camp, the hygiene in there is yet something else. And we try to move into the um, existing camps and sometimes create the camps and then get them organized and get fellowship starts. Their children, where would they have an opportunity to attend school like this one's here? They never would have. To which home would they return to? Where you have thousands and thousands of people have been displaced and then Christianity is being pushed down southwards. But we're not giving up hope. We have hope in him 
because Nigeria is not home. America is not home. We're returning home. Can I hear an amen to that? So whether this is here on earth, we're battered left, right, and center, but yet we believe we're returning home. And knowing that brethren are praying for us, we're forging on. Every time I keep saying that my life is always on the hotline. So if I don't have my focus on him, by any means my focus change and shift, I will be the target of the enemy. So per second, per second, per moment, per moment, day in, day out, I live one day at a time. If you survive, you survive. But his faithfulness has kept us because you people prayed. May the Lord continue to bless every one of you. And I pray that in times of your need, the Lord will also be there. And let me just quickly conclude in that regards of greetings from my bishop and his wife and the diocese to you people because they are praying for us even right now knowing that I will be ministering here. So now you have brothers over there across the continent, isn't it? So whether the black pigmen or the white pigmen, someday we will appear before him. Hand in hand, as I was holding my brothers and my sisters and mama, we will be together. The Chinese will be there. Indians will be there. The Koreans will be there. Hand in hand, every nation. Americans will be there. Hallelujah. Can I hear amen? amen. Hallelujah. We will all be there. And my desire is that we all make heaven together. I sat down there and I said to Eric, look up there. We look forward to the day when we will come here and this place is jammed. Eric said, I saw it already. I said, uh-huh. The father you see, it tells me it exists. How the Lord is going to do it, we do not know. But it tells me one day this place will be jammed. The last time I came, we were over there. And that place was smaller. <laughs> but today, this is where we are. When our brother held this gospel, and he lifted it up at the Church of the Rest, which is our diocesan headquarters, light will beam over the, the gospel. Am I talking to someone here? Are you hearing me? When light beams, and she carries it like this, because um, I think it's Maggie who carries that. <laughs> when she comes, as the way my brother comes down, <laughs> the light will be following her, you know, when you're in a theater, and the real actor, you know what I mean, light will beam on him, and then she will carry it, and then come, and the light will come over. <laughs> she will finish the reading just the way our brother reads. And everybody's attention and heart will be lost in the gospel. And then she will carry it the way my brother carried it and comes up here. What a joy to lay it at the foot of the cross. And when she leaves, the light remains, but she leaves. I'm talking to somebody. Is someone getting me? No. Is someone with me? That light beams when she goes to read and come to drop it. When she's leaving the podium to her seat, the light remains. Am I talking to someone here? Are you getting me? Hallelujah. But I said, when you pick the gospel, our, our church name is Light of what? Of Christ. 
So when he, when we're leaving this place, we don't leave the light here. The light is meant to shine in our communities. Amen. I'm talking to someone here. The light is supposed to shine in our business environments. The light is supposed to, because if each one of us are dotted lights, and you carry your light over there, and you carry the light over there, and you carry yours into business, and some of us get to travel, like the way he traveled this morning to pick me up at Wheaton. I want to tell you that lights will be on the road. And spiritual darkness will know that light is coming. So every time we come and gather, the way we are gathering, you can see the bunches of light when they come here. Nobody walks around here without the anointing blowing that person down. We look forward to the time when each one of you, before we are done here today, I want to pray that the Lord will pour his spirit that what we profess and the name we carry, it will not quench here. But as we leave this morning, it will not be Sunday as usual. We will carry the light everywhere we go. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Listen carefully. Verse 1 of Psalm 91 says something. Can you put your eyes there very quickly? As I'm down, I have some few minutes to go. Please put your eyes in Psalm 91. Please put your eyes there. What did it say? Hmm. Are you there already? Someone is saying, Pastor, just shut down. We're tired. We've gotten enough. I want to tell you that you're not moving out of this place. <laughs> Hallelujah. He who does what? Dwells. <laughs> I'm talking to somebody here. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. That means it's optional. I'm talking to somebody. You can be here and you're not dwelling. When you are coming, most likely is to come to light of Christ, to see your pastor and to see our brethren who are here and service, and some of us are so engrossed in the work of God, and sometimes we miss the blessing that is ours. You know, you can be in this and still miss out. But not here anymore. It's over. For everyone who comes in here, my desire and prayer is that every time we gather before him in the inner chamber, when anyone comes in contact with any of us, they will know that this one has come from the inner chamber. He who dwells. There's a secret place. I'm talking to somebody here. It's not a building. I'm talking to somebody. He who dwells in the secret place. <laughs> There's a secret place. He who dwells. I'm talking to somebody here. Are you hearing me? He who dwells is a touch knot. There's a high tension here. Because my life is hidden in Christ, in God. Uh -uh, nobody got it. 
Did anybody get it? Am I talking to people here? Are you hearing me? He who dwells in the secret place. <laughs> you know, the psalmist, the psalmist knew the secret. He said, my enemies who are waiting to see me fall, he prepares a table before me. From the inner chamber, my cup runneth over. They can only but see, but can do nothing about it. Why is he always prospering? And for Eric, why are you in that posh car? Did you consider other pastors who don't have even bicycles? Is it only Eric? The secret is that Eric is in the secret place. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Am I talking to somebody here? Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. <laughs> the beam light that shines forth never leaves when you keep the... The, the, gospel, the, the gospel on the altar. <laughs> it never leaves when you just come and are leaving the church, it never leaves you. When you're under the covering of the Almighty, the beam light, the searchlight, the radar from heaven follows you to the office. It never ends in church. No one gets it. Will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And the Bible says, you will see a thousand fall by your left. And you thought, what is this? And he said, you've not seen enough. 10,000 by your right. You are meant to be a history. But the Lord says, you can only but see with your eyes. but it will not befault you. He has given his angels charge over you. Lest you stumble and fall. So even while you're tiptoeing, they never knew that underneath is the everlasting arm of the living God. They feel as you come around here, you're going to fall. Not knowing that even Peter, resting in him, he was walking on water, but underneath is the rock of ages. He has given his angels, lest you fall. So even though my enemies are waiting to see how I fall, I will not fall anyway. Some of us have fallen now. Seven, ten times you have fallen. They told you are going to be dead. Now you have risen again because you know him whom you trust. And he says, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 
whether at home in the, in the business place, premises or anywhere in politics or in government services anywhere, he's under the shadow. And once you are within the confine of the shadow, he who watches over Israel neither sleep nor slumber. His eyes is constantly upon you. Wherever you enter, he follows you there. In the bathroom, he will be there. I want to say to everyone here, check your phones. I was sharing with my brother Eric, and I said, Eric, where's your phone? I said to them, lift it up. I said to them, I said to him, when you censor everybody's video in this church this moment, it will tell you what, how many number of people are in the church today. Their videos tell you who they are. Sample 10 youths here, boys and girls, just table their phones here, open their videos. You will be dazed. You know what I mean by days? In my place, when they say days, that means you will collapse because of what you will see. They're in church, but inside the church. But not anymore. I pray and hope that after I leave this place, if it pleases God, I will come back again, and this place would have increased. But peradventure, I do not come. I pray that everyone under this voice will make heaven. In a way that at some point, random, and I pick your phone, pick your phone, pick his phone, and I open, we will just see messages that are happening around here. <laughs> he said, he who dwells in this shelter of the Almighty will abide under the shadow. If you don't dwell there, your own, your own. Amen. When you don't dwell there, you become a prey of the devil. Amen. Even though you're in church, and even though you have been part of the system, even though you've been serving, even though you wear this, it will become a judgment for you. Does anybody have an American dollar here? Just the, the sleep of one. If you have, do we have? I am not going to tell you to give me the money. I just needed it as a sample. Mama, mama hallelujah, mama. Mama, I will return it immediately. Do not let your heart be troubled. So let me just see. The tension, I will return it, don't worry. Hallelujah. You know, our, our ancient American parents knew the secret. Where these pastors and servants of the Most High cannot be able to get to? Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Iran, pagan nations. Nations and even businessmen who don't even know the Lord Jesus. In your currency, which is a very hard currency for trading in the world today. We have something that the ancient parents have laid before us. They said, in God we trust. 
Verse 2 says something. Psalm 91 verse 2. What did it say? The Lord is my refuge. <laughs> who needs a refuge? Someone who is desperately in need. The Lord is my refuge and my fortress. Am I talking someone in God? So whether you like this nation or you don't like him, as long as you trade with them and you have this under your, in your bank, you're already connected. But that is a door opener for that nation and for those people in times of trouble, in times of lack, and they turn to this money of America here and see in God they trust and they seek to find your God, they will be rescued. Mama, everybody is a witness. <laughs> but as I try to wrap up to conclude what God has for us, let me just tell you exactly what the Lord has said. The Bible says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous, what do they do? Run. Huh? Am I talking someone here? <laughs> when you see evil, am I talking someone here? This long legs don't think that they can only run like this. In running, it's, am I talking someone here? It's a strong tower. The righteous run it into and they are saved. You want to touch me? Touch me. You want to get to me? <laughs> get to him. There was a Tom and Jerry and the bull, bulldog that was full inside one truck. And that little rat came and opened the, this thing and he said, anytime you're in trouble, blow whistle. <laughs> and anytime he will go and find trouble and blow whistle when they are trying to get to him. And one day they put bubble in the, gum, in the mouth of that. So there was no bubble whistle anymore. So you can imagine what happened. When you fall a prey of the enemy, they will beat you very well. But once you are in him, you are secure. But listen carefully. As I round up, please, I want to beg you to listen. He said, this blessings, pestilence will not get to you. Harm will not get to you. Listen carefully. He has given his angels charge over you. But it's not the absence of trouble. You didn't hear that. Am I talking to people here? So no matter, as a single person, you long to someday get married. You got married. Not only getting married, but you have children and grandchildren addition to it. I'm professing over those who are barren, who are longing to have children, uh, in, and if any is in this church, 
by this time next year, you will call us to tell us that something has happened. Can I hear an amen to that? If someone has been longing for a child, a word has come. By this time next year, you will hold your baby. Wise children of God will covenant themselves on behalf of someone out there. Paradventure, you know someone, but he's not in church. As a church, you have been praying that God increase us. We were over there, and that church was like this. I remember I preached there. Beautiful place, but it, it was limiting us. We need our tithing to increase. I'm talking to pastors here. We need the bills to be paid. Take care of welfare for, the, for, for our church members. And the Lord brings increase. We need to move into a bigger hole. And the Lord enables us to come here. As a single person who does not have any work to do, you've been longing that God, I need some work to do to earn a living. You've not only gotten a work, that time you had no car. Today, you have a Porsche car, Prius. Listen, because this church is under the covering of the Almighty. You don't pray the way you are supposed to pray. You don't walk the way you need to walk as a Christian, but yet you are still surviving because someone has been praying. Your pastor has been restless and mama. Their covering as a family have kept you where you are and no harm shall befall you. Our children have been covered because we have godly parents here who are hidden behind the cross. Wherever they have gone, no matter how far they have gone, they will not be far because they are covenanted already. I'm professing over those who have left our children, our husbands, our wives separated, and they are gone. They won't go far. They will return. But hear this clearly. The fact that you are covered, verse 14 says, it is because, put your eyes here. Can we read it together? Verse 14, what did it say? Because, listen, because you cling to him, because you acknowledge him, because you believe that Jesus is our Savior, you have a covering of him. Listen, and listen well. Verse, it says, because he acknowledges me, continue, sir. He holds fast to me in love. In love, what will happen? I will deliver him. 
wait, 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 wait. I thought when you're behind the cover, you're safe. Where there's a deliverance, there's a problem. Am I, it's English. I'm not speaking my native. Do you understand? I will, that means that before the problem is announced, your deliverance is with you. Is someone hearing me? Please read it again. I will deliver. I will deliver him. I will protect him. Because he knows my name. <laughs> Do you know him? Yes. Do you know that? He lives here. When he says, I was hungry, you gave me water to drink. When I was naked, you clothed me. They would say, where did we see you? He's here with us. No wonder he said to Abraham, everywhere you go, as you on this pilgrim's journey, Anyone who bless you, I will bless. Except we see the Lord in one another, we have failed. Because he holds fast to me, I will deliver him. And then the next portion says something, and then I will round up. I will protect him because he knows my name. Yes, sir. Continue, continue, continue. When he calls to me, I will answer him. When he calls to me. Eric, now listen. What if you're in pain? Calls him. <laughs> when you're hungry, what are you supposed to do? Calls him. When God is in another radar, maybe in Africa, I'm talking to someone here, maybe in Japan or China, you know, his eyes run to and fro the earth, seeking. Am I talking to someone here? Anyone whose heart turns to him, that he would show himself mighty. And his eyes is shining and the radar is going. And because you know him, he said, call to me. When you call, he will say, wait a minute. There's a hotline here. Am I talking to somebody here? <laughs> He will return to you. He said, when you are in need, are you passing through challenges here? How is the situation of your family? How is it at work? Maybe someone here has nothing doing. He said, call to me. In America, when you are in desperate situation, what phone number do you call? 911. Psalm 99 verse 1 is your 911. <laughs> he who dwells in the secret place, call unto him. 911. Psalm 91 verse 1, never you forget it. 
It's our hotline. The ambulance, the police that we call, sometimes they might be obstructed in coming here. But when you call on this 911, instant supply, there will be no network problem. The system would not fail them. He will call upon me in trouble. I will answer him. I will rescue him and honor wait, him. Wait, wait. Three things. I'm rounding up. <laughs> he will call upon me in trouble. It's a promise. It's a command. I will be with him. Pastor will promise that he will come to your office, to your house. He might be overcome. He, he will be carried away by many works, and he might fail. But God will never fail. I will be with you in trouble, not when the Lord appears amidst your challenge of life. You know that there will be no challenge that will be above our Father in heaven. Amen. With him, nothing is impossible. When you call upon him, he promised he will be there. He said, I will be with you in trouble, not only be with you in trouble, but I will deliver you. And in falling, Men will think that it's over. But I want to tell you that there's an honor. Read that, please. I will deliver. I will be with you in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. And honor him. I'm rounding up with a word that is so dear to my heart. Job was so righteous. He was a man who feared God. I used to think that in business, you have to be very smart here to be rich. I never knew that the secret of the riches dwells with our Father because it's him who gives man the ability to make wealth. Job was in the inner chamber. And Satan opened our eyes to see that the protection, the shadow of the Almighty, the hedge of the Almighty surrounds him. Satan attempted to get to him, he couldn't. You remember that story? He had 10 children, seven boys, three girls, and they were beautiful. He taught them how to mingle and love one another. They celebrate from one house to another. What a man. And he would stand in the gap for his children should in case they fail. Godly living when things are going well. But your faith will be tested even while you're here. The covering, Satan said, remove the covering and see. Maybe some here, the covering has been removed because God pride himself with you. In every challenge, always know that the Lord promised that his grace is sufficient. Always remember that the Lord said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Always remember that the Lord is amidst the situation you are passing through. And Job, the Bible says, one day, the business, automatically the camels and everything were carried away. One day, 10 children crashed land. All of them died. And I thought it was all over. And maybe someone seated here, the children, maybe it's only but one child. Maybe your wife, maybe your husband, 
Maybe the children, all of them have gone wayward, but they are still alive. I want to tell you, it's not over. Don't give up. Don't let the enemy have it all. Job looked at all that has happened. (laughs) And he turned around and he said, the Prius, I'm talking about your car. The house, all of this are gone. I am alive. I came into this world with nothing. And nothing will I carry back. Glory be unto our God. When a man is tested, your faith is tested. When you come to that point of life when your faith is tested, when God beat his chest upon you and you're passing through challenge, maybe ill health and things like that, and, you, and business is not going well, and your monies are not forthcoming, and you think God has abandoned you, I want to tell you that God is priding himself in you. He will never leave you, nor forsake you. And heaven never sleeps when tears are rolling off the eyes of his children. And Job said, they are gone. His wife wanted, preferred to be a widow than to see her husband suffer. And she turned around, and Job at the end of the day says, if he tries me, I will come forth like gold. Because it was a dust gold. Now you have testimonies to carry that will heal other people in the world. Your challenge, your difficulties, and your pain. If you are able to stand in him and remain in him, many in this community, many in America and around the world, who are passing through the same thing you are passing through, when they hear your testimony, they will be healed. And he said, he will come forth like gold. That means that it's a process. When you are passing, <laughs> you, when you are passing dust of gold into fire, you are purifying it. You know it's fire. And fire is not cheap. It's hot. But you endure it unto the end because it's not about you anymore. It's about him whom you trust. One poster that we used to see as I round up now, final, final, he said there was a past poster in those days where you see two footpaths on the sand, on the sand shore, on the seashore. He said, when I'm in trouble, when things are going normal, I see two footsteps. But when I'm in trouble, I only see one. And the Lord said, I carry you on my shoulder. It's not about you. It's about him. The end of Job was greater. He came out purer than gold. God replaced everything, though the scar was left in him until when we returned to heaven. Listen carefully. The last line there says, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Can I hear an amen, somebody? With long life, Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? How blessed are we seeing all this, our grandparents here with hairs like this? Even though, Eric, you're not too old, but um, you know what I mean. (laughs) We are blessed to have them. It says that they will dream dreams, Abby. Waking up is a problem, and they visit the toilets, consistently it becomes their friends, <laughs> but they possess what we don't possess. 
Stewart, I met him yesterday and he sends greetings to this church. I said, I was coming here, I'm going to be coming here today. And he said, I should greet you and mama and greet the entire team. And then to extend your greet his greetings to you people. And um, by the grace of God, I want to tell you that. I said to him, this grade here that we have here, even when they retire because they've been godly and living a godly life, pull them together. Let's encourage them, train them. Where does young ones that are coming up, like Noah and others, <laughs> when they dream the dreams and this one wants to fly, <laughs> daddy will pull him. He said, young man, you don't know what lies ahead. I have been there. Don't fall into that. So we need them in the household. Honor the grade that we have here. We're blessed to have them. And we have them caught across all generations. You're a very handsome man. Clap hands for him. <laughs> Sit down. You know what I used to tell the young ones in my church? I said to them that a little kiss, a little hawk, a little baby. And when I call the boys, when I say girls, tell the boys. They will tell the, the boys, zip up. And when I say boys, talk to the girls. And they will say to the girls, close off. You don't try it outside there. It will be announced in the inner chamber. Others can survive it out there, but not us anymore. The Lord's eyes is on every pew here, on every seat, even as we are going to pray. He has promised he will satisfy us with long life. Will he satisfy us? Amidst what you are passing through, know that you are not alone. The Lord is with you. And when the Lord, his name is Emmanuel, he gave that prophecy to his uh, during Ahab, there was a war, and he said, the sign of your victory is that a virgin is going to give birth to a child, and his name is going to be called Emmanuel. That means God with us. The Lord promised he will never leave us nor forsake us. What about the pain I'm passing through? What about what I'm passing through? For years, I've been working with amoxicillin because of pain of toothache. And I've taken ibuprofen in, in packs. In my car, you will see amoxicillin antibiotics. My smile changed. My speech was changing. They've removed teeth here. They've removed the, some, the last ones here. They've removed two here. And then these ones were eroding. I came one time, the last time I came here, Mama Stewart just looked at me taking my, my medication. She said, uh -uh, what is all this? I said, I'm passing through toothache. They said, Dr. Zigner, Martin Zigner, is around. They call him. So we started the process. We never knew that it will take us three years for me to come here. The ones that he tried to fix got collapsed again. So when I came on the 16th of October, I've been here virtually one month, just before revive. <clears throat> we went directly from the airport. He took several x-rays of the mouth and did the scaling that same day that I was arriving here, and job begins. From that moment, there was no time I visited him, and it's less than four or five hours. Maximum was seven hours on a dental set. I endured to the end. It was fire for me. But I knew when I returned back home, they will deteriorate again. I said, do as much as you can. Even though inside I was crying. But in the inside I was saying, God, 
please look upon me with mercy and show me grace. Yesterday was the final day, and now I can smile. When I return home, I snap the picture and send it all over the world. <laughs> Mama Gloria saw the picture. She said she couldn't recognize me. With long life will I satisfy him. Though battered before, but now the Lord is with us. May the Lord bless his word into our hearts, and may the Lord continue to bless us. Let us all stand as we pray together.